I'm Jordan Miller, and this is the Live Beyond Average Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Live Beyond Average Podcast. Here with my friend Dustin Lubke. Uh, Dustin came over today. We're actually planning a hunting trip together. We both drew some tags down in New Mexico for a February hunt. And uh, we were sitting down just doing a little bit of, little bit of planning and uh, talking about our travel down there, kind of prepping. And uh, before we know it, we were talking for an hour and a half about stuff and uh, kind of led into a few ideas. And we're like, hey, why don't we sit down? We should have been recording that whole conversation. Yeah, probably would have been a little bit more raw. Yeah. But, but uh, we wanted to actually get some of those conversations that we just had and uh, get, them on, get them on film, get them on audio, um, because it's some, some quality stuff, I think. Yeah, I get your guys' feedback too and some of your thoughts and what you guys do. Uh, yeah. We're just talking about travel uh, versus, you know, first off, you know, what do you, what do you do when you're traveling and you're going down the road, um, whether it be just to grandma's house or out on a trip or family vacation, what's your snacks? What's your go-to snacks? Yeah, dude, couple years, this changes. It changes every year because I like, burn myself out on snacks. It, mm-hmm. Like first couple seasons of Run to Gun, it was like Rockstar energy drinks and Pop-Tarts, man. Like <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I was also like six years younger. I could get away with all that. Right. Um, man, now I really lean on like I use a um, like an oat protein mix combination. Uh, so I'm still getting in like a good quality carbohydrate. Um, when I'm traveling, and so I, I take that with me for emergencies, but I honestly uh, just try to make it a point to stop and grab something quality, like grab a chicken breast, grab a burger, that a low-fat burger, something that's not crazy greasy, and yeah. actually try to get a decent meal, because like, you can stop at a Chili's or something like that almost anywhere and get like a bed of rice, a chicken breast, and some broccoli, and do it in 30 minutes. Yeah. I agree. I don't, I used to be, I'm a big snacker okay. when I travel. So I like, like the fruit and nut mix. Oh yeah. You know, trail mix. Yep. I've always got trail mix in my center console. If anybody's ever read <laughs> Yep. There's always a bag of mountain trail mix or whatever kind yeah. of trail mixes in there. I get those M&Ms. Yeah. Oh, I'll, if my girls don't get in there and get them all tunneled out first. <laughs> like, oh, good. Exactly. I don't get any M&Ms. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then, I'm a I like Twizzlers and sunflower seeds. You're killing a guy over here. That's that's my my go-to. Um, and then yeah, I've started uh, packing more of my lunches. Like I'll throw a sandwich in. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, oh, you know, when you're getting two hours on the road, like I should probably eat that now. Yep. You know, versus I used to stop a lot. Just like I just want to get on the road and I want to beat feet to wherever I'm going. Mm-hmm. And then you're lo- looking at the signs for what you know, what's coming up, what's coming up. And then, yeah, yep, I can grab a value meal from X, Y, or Z. And you slug that down and 20 miles down the road, you're like, oh my, just gut bomb. Yeah. And right. that's the same way with eating like junk food. If you snack on junk food all the way out there, if you go salty, sweet, salty, sweet, yep. <laughs> all the oh, way yeah. out there. We've all done it. Yeah. And then pound some pop or, yep. you know, that, and then you get that gut rot and it's just it makes for a long trip though it, it does especially if it's thrown off your normal eating routine 
If it's what you're always eating and you're used to it, it no big deal. But Hopefully. I think a lot of us are probably trying to focus a little bit better than that now. Um, so that being said, nutrition value, nutritional value aside, not going to worry about it. What's your go-to junk food? Favorite thing if you got to pick one thing at the gas station to grab? What are you, what are you grabbing, man? What oh, are you grabbing? Snickers take two. Snickers take two. That's a two. That's a good choice. Yep. That's a good choice. Because you don't really need the second one, but you're going to eat it anyway because yeah. it's just two. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. I, this last year, man, if I was going to get a treat, I would go with that new, like, the Reese's peanut butter cup that has the Reese's M&M's inside of it. Those, like, yep. the Reese's Inception bars, man. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it is. I've never been a Reese's guy in my life. My wife brought one of those home one day, and I like she gave one of the cups to me, and I was like, what is this? Oh, my new favorite candy. And yeah, exactly. Like, absolutely. And usually I'm not a sweet guy. I'd rather go with like a bag of, of Doritos or a bag yeah. of like Cheetos. Like I'd rather go salty route. Mm -hmm. But I, I like the stuff that lasts longer too. You know, if exactly. I can sit and snack on a bag of chips, like not right. a big bag because you can eat the whole thing if yes. you're not paying attention. Yeah. If you're just going down the road and monotonous. Yeah. That's but, the funnest thing. I agree. Yeah. No. Um, so I what, like the Cheetos. Yeah. The smaller. Cheetos seem like they're smaller and they last forever. Now remember, this is a nutritional value set aside segment. I'm not saying we should eat this crap. <laughs> yeah. Kettle, it's just like kettle chips are something. right there too because yeah. they're crunchy. Take a little bit longer to eat. For sure. You can just smash sure. that whole bag and eat one crumb at a time if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I tell you what though, I've learned over the years now though to clean it up when I travel. I feel so much better. Oh yeah. Uh, hunting or non-hunting, I've this especially this last year and a half, I've really cleaned it up a ton when I'm traveling. Um, yeah. I focused on my water intake. I'll still do a sugar-free energy drink or something mm -hmm. uh, here or there if I'm getting tired. Um, but for the most part, dude, I'm pretty proud of just working on cleaning it up, um, stopping somewhere and eating something good and healthy, getting my protein, carbon, fat, and what I need the intake. And like, like you, I do the same thing you do. Like I throw my sandwich food in my, my little big frig that I take, my little 15, 20, yeah. 20 quart. And, uh, I always have that there for my snacks. So same thing with my water. I'll fill that sucker with yep. ice and then I can just dump water, warm water into it. You know, it doesn't have to, I don't have to bring a big cooler. I can just bring That's a good idea. some extra jugs of water and then just keep dumping in there. And that ice stays in there for the whole trip. Yeah. So you always have cold water. And then sipping on that too is a lot easier than right. stopping and getting, you know, some a pop or yeah. something. And then it goes back to the same thing. You know, if you start drinking a bunch of pop and a bunch of different kinds of energy drinks that are mm -hmm. full of sugar, right? Then you're just doing this the whole time. Oh, then you're chasing that sugar rush, right? Yeah, and which, all you're doing is it's making you eat more crap you know you're getting that insulin spike and then you're getting a low and then you're just yeah you're just chasing it man yeah no so i i do a lot of water and yeah. then bring you know bring some sort of usually a mixed energy drink that's yeah not have a ton of sugar and right but not a pre-workout that'll bounce you off the walls sure yeah that makes sense that makes sense um yeah what how about like day or night if you were say you're going mm -hmm. so new mexico yep would you rather Take off early morning, drive throughout the whole day so that you can see stuff or just yeah. go drive through the night. Dude, and I, eat it. I do like driving in the night. Um, unfortunately, the way the New Mexico hours lay for us here in South Dakota, 
and usually the hunting days, usually you're leaving anyway early morning, and so you, cause you have to drive to the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I do love, like, on days where I know it's like, if I can get there over the night kind of thing, I I don't mind it. I kind of mm-hmm. like doing that, and I feel like I'm just saving some time at home. And so uh, if the opportunity is there where it's like that, that eight-hour drive or something like that, I don't mind doing it that way. I just have to adjust my sleep a little bit that day, get a nap in. Um, but yeah, I feel like New Mexico, a lot of times when we're heading down in that Southern area, it's like, you're likely maybe staying somewhere overnight, possibly, or you're going to be leaving at like that 4, 8, 3, 30, 4 a.m. Yeah. And you're going until midnight to, to hammer all that out. So, yeah, no, I'd like, I like going in the daytime, um, looking at stuff, you know, looking, I'm a outside left, right, looky loo. Yeah, yeah. And love looking for animals and my wife gives me grief all the time. She's like, it's a cow. I'm like, yeah, but look at them. There's little yeah. baby cows out there. Look <laughs> at girls. There's cows. Yeah, exactly. And, my daughter's know, the same way. It's like every pony. We're pointing out the ponies. Yeah, man. like, oh, look at those little little yeah. calves out there. Any wild animal, I'm definitely pointing out oh, to them. of course. And then they'll do it back to me, and she just she's just like, oh, you got them hooked now. But, no, that passes the time a lot more for me. But Agreed. I like to leave early in the morning. I want to get there as soon as I can. Yep. I don't want to get there at 10, 11, 12 at night if you have to hunt the next morning. It you know, does make you, it extremely hard, especially when you're trying to like get your pack organized. And it's like, because it, it, if it, especially if it's something where you are packing out somewhere, mm-hmm. like, well, going to Mexico and you're going to put in a bunch of miles the next morning, it does suck strolling in late. There's yeah. nothing fun about that, getting out of your pack organized and then getting up in five hours or less yeah. and, and going out. You know when you pack in your vehicle to leave to travel somewhere mm-hmm. it's like packed like you got to get that in there nice and organized so everything fits nice but then yeah. once you get there the stuff that you need in the order that it is you probably didn't pack it in that order so it's you know everything's coming out and everything's gotta agreed gotta get through that so it's nice to have some daylight too to do that in yeah so dude i hear you man it's a, it's like i wish you could always plan every trip out where you could plan the exact hours you want to go it just so, like, hours between stops? Are you, a, you know, try and go two hours and then stop, oh, three yeah, hours yeah, yeah. and stop? Yeah, dude. Like, I guess for me, I, I, like, go by the fuel gauge. So, I'm, like, always just, like, I go as far as I can on that fuel gauge unless I have to go to the bathroom, which obviously gets in the way. Sometimes you're stopping mm-hmm. sooner than I'd like. But I try to, like, roll through a tank of gas and then, you know, which is... Roughly that four hours in a truck, and then yeah. grab a bite to eat, grab a little something, restock the whatever you need to drink, and and back in. That's I don't know. That's kind of how I roll anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, last couple of years, I was dealing with a lot of like leg cramps and cramping issues. Okay. So if I sat too long, my legs would start to get tight, and then I'd have to get out and stretch. Um, but that again, you gotta gotta stay hydrated, and that helps with that yeah. too. But then you're stopping to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But yeah, I, the same thing, you know, if I can, if I'm only going somewhere that's like three hours away. Oh yeah. We're stop sending it. the mail. Yep. And, but if it's that little bit longer distance, you know, barring you don't have your kids with you or anything right. like that. Cause right. then that can all change. Yeah. You're then, stopping every hour or two. Probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> every rest stop. Somebody yep. else has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Never times out to be all at once for sure. Right. Can't get that lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Or 20 miles down the road right when you start. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I'd like to push it, too. Just yeah. keep driving as long as... Get in the zone, dude. Yeah, as long as... 
if you're in a good groove and you're just focused on going and you're not tired, you're not, or you got somebody to talk to mm-hmm. and you're just having good, good conversation, right? You can blow through four hours and. Dude, remember that one time me and you picked up, you, you like texted me the night before and you're like, hey, I'm looking at this bourbon out in Rapid City. You're like, you want, I, I really don't want to, like, I need somebody to drive one back. Like, you want to swing out in the morning? And I was like, yeah, dude. I'm not doing like, anything. Yeah, we took off at like, what, 5, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Yep. from Sioux Falls and uh, or Harrisburg and like, we got out to Rapid and, dude, I remember that just being like a blink of an eye because we were just like hanging out chatting. I'm like, dude, yeah, we just put in six and a half hours. And here we are eating breakfast and rapid. Yeah, and, we were uh, there way earlier than what the the guy yeah, wanted to meet up. Yeah, he wasn't even going to be there yet. Yeah, like oh, and then then the way back sucked because we were both in separate vehicles. <laughs> the way up was awesome because we were just chatting away, hanging out. Yeah, being dudes. But yeah, I love, I'm, dude, it's like I like to push it, but anymore it's kind of like. Yeah, if you're trying to stay hydrated, like you're pulling off on the side of the road quick, which is good because like really. Uh, you should be move, getting blood flow every two hours yeah. anyway. Like you should, even if it's for like 90 seconds on the side of the road, like walking around your truck twice, really like health wise and like less risk of a blood clot, you really should be moving. It's yeah. probably not the smartest thing for us to drive five or six, four or five, six hours in stints. It's like, we're young enough, we can go, we can haul, but it's actually, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that leads into... You know, what are you listening to during that, like, tunes yeah. or podcasts? Because there's, I remember I was coming home from uh, one of my friends' dad's funerals, and I got into this podcast, and I had to pee, but the podcast was so good, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not stopping right now, I'm going to go through this whole podcast, yep. and I'm like, yep. you know, it is an hour and a half long, but yeah. I got into that one, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm locked in, I'm going to yeah. finish this out. Dude, definitely... What you're listening to sets the tone and zones you for a trip. I'm like, I am big on setting the tone at the start. Like, you got to have the right tune for the right feel. Like, I love having my brother with me for this kind of stuff when we're going on longer trips. Even like when we're driving to our hunting spot that's 40 minutes away where we do a lot of our hunting. I'm like, he's always like for the morning specific stuff. Like, we have like our little hunting jam or like a good luck tune or whatever it is. Yeah, DJ it sets that. Yeah, it just sets that tone. And so I'm big on like music out of the gate, like mm-hmm. cranking it, going. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's like some days it's country, you know, it's like the highway on XM. Yeah. Some days it's like thug rap, man, I'm digging it out, like some old school 90s stuff. Yeah. It doesn't really, I'm not too worried about genre versus just like tone of the mood. Mm-hmm. Getting it cranked up a little bit, getting pumped up as I get, you know, an hour, hour and a half in usually I'm like, all right, let's switch over podcasts for a while. Yeah. I'll burn a couple hours on podcasts, and then it's back to music. I like to kind of jump back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I tried doing like a five-hour straight of podcasts, yeah. and then I was just like, okay, that's all starting to sound yep. the same, and I'm zoning out. So, yeah. You ever zone so, out when you're even listening to the podcast, where all of a sudden you get somewhere, and you're like, oh, I don't think I listened to the last 20 minutes of that, because you're like in your own thoughts so hard, because something in that podcast triggers like a thought, and then you get in your own thoughts hard, and you realize, yes. like, and you get the back of your podcast, I'm like, where was I at? <laughs> yep. You realize you, you burn 20 minutes, you don't even realize it. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, the thing, too, with, I guess, like, XM is different, but, mm-hmm. you know, our podcasts, you can get them anywhere. Yeah. You know, like, it, especially when we go back uh, to where our families are from, you change radio stations about every 30 miles. 
because it starts getting fuzzy. Oh, yeah, so yeah, then you're exactly hitting right. the seek and the search button. And, you know, if you go out, out of state somewhere and you're not real confident in the, all the radio stations, yeah. it's like, oh, just keep switching, just keep switching. Dude, they suckered me into XM when I got my truck and they gave me the free year. I wanted to get that, like 2014. I've had XM since 2014. Mm-hmm. Never thought, I said I'd never pay for, for that. Yeah, I've had XM since, I've been paying for XM since 2015. I guess when I... Got switched trucks. I got like six months with the second sure. truck or something, but basically paid for it since then. Once you start that, yeah, it's uh, you it's enjoyable. You find the stations you like. Yeah. I love it, man. Some people I know don't don't like it that much. They'd rather just rock the Spotify or whatever. But I don't know. I really like my XM. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I listen to a lot of Highway. Listen to uh, like my 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 four stations on my touchscreen. So you get a program four up there. The four stations are the hits, like uh, Station 2, which is just like your new hits. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, it's the same 25 songs. So you right. gotta, it's like you're there for 25, 30 minutes and you're moving on. Yeah. And then I got, uh, I got 12 from my own, which is like a New York, just like, it's kind of like the same hit station, but I feel like they do a little bit better job of cycling songs than the hit station 2. Mm-hmm. And I got the Highway 56, strategically placed because I can easily just dial up or down to like the other country's station or two sure. and then i got 63 the message which is like you're awesome contemporary new christian music mm-hmm. which is dude i love it like i start most yeah. of my mornings like when i'm driving into work into town or something i'm hitting the message like get my first 30 minutes a day right there yeah get me in the right mode get my mindset right okay so do you do you have xm i do not have xm so i can't even ask you what are your four favorite stations no but no. I, if i was gonna ask somebody else i'd want to know like that's gonna be a question somewhere along the line where i'm asking somebody like you have XM? Yep. Okay, what are your four? Like, yeah, I just refuse to pay for radio if I can touch a button, so that's just my thing. I know. Dude, I, I was you yeah. until they gave me the free XM, I know, I know. and now I'm not you. Now not I'm me. Not getting sucked in. Not getting sucked in. <laughs> you will one day. No. Oh, you will. So no. we're not taking your bourbon to Mexico then. I got to have my... I, gotta, oh, I, want, I want that bird for all the room, though. Yeah. But I want my XM. We're going to be in limbo. I'm not podcasting it the whole way down. Yeah, it'd be, be long. Like it'd be a long twenty hours of podcast. Yep. Who might be taking the truck? Either one. Might be taking the truck. The back seats in the suburban do recline a little bit though. Time, so. That would be so nice. I think whoever. We're gonna buy one month of XM on your vehicle, and okay. I'll buy it. I like my XM. All right, I'm buying one month. We take the burb. <laughs> buy a single month of XM. <laughs> we got. Yeah. All right, we got this figured out. We're good. Perfect. We're good. Uh Trip days, like what's your optimal trip time? Yeah. So say, let's just say, you know, Western yield deer hunt, just yep. to be example. Easy. Yep. Dude, I would always, in the past, I'd like train clients, do stuff, work till Thursday night. I would probably take Friday off, take off, always have that weekend, Monday probably kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm fully self-employed, it, depending on what my client schedule is like, Obviously, I'm still going to try to get in as much sessions as I can with them, but it probably will make a little less of a difference, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd just be utilizing what days I feel fit are going to be the best hunting days, but like typically always taking off Thursday night. Like, mm-hmm. I love taking off Thursday night. It's kind of my thing. And then I have Friday. If, if the hunting season is open, at least I always have Friday where there might not be as many guys out. Yes. Um, or if it's before the season, I feel like at least I get another day of extra scouting in or something. So I always like to have that Friday. I like Mondays too. Yeah. 
I ideally like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm a midweek guy. I love my midweek. So if I can hunt midweek, I'm always hunting yeah, midweek. That's the nice thing gone, with my schedule. I'm, yes, you know, exactly. I've four day off in a row stretch with the fire department. And, you know, I'll go home, help get my, the girls ready for school, get them out to school. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, you know, get the stuff done around the house and take off usually around, you know, before noon. Yeah. That way I can get out and I can do some scouting that night, kind of pick nice. my spot for the morning. And then I like to get like three good mornings in. Yeah. You know, I, I have better luck in the mornings Same. when you can find something and then bet it down and then go, you know, go after it. Or in the evenings, it, I just don't have as good luck with that. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you're there for that half day, then two full days and then just one morning. And then once that morning hunt's done, then I beat feet for home and then try and get home, you know, before my girls get out of school. Well, and what a great strategy that is behind it too, because then when your wife asks you, hey, how many days are you gone? It's, I'm gone two days. Because, you, you know, if you're leaving on a Monday afternoon, you know, after they go to school, you're, you're home, you're only gone Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm back Thursday, so I'm only gone two days versus it's like you're getting technically a four-day hunt, you know, yep. but you're only gone two days. Secret, guys, use it. That's a, that's a, that's a pro tip. If I was a pro at anything, that would be a pro tip. Yep. Yeah, that <laughs> it does help. They do appreciate that those that little extra time in there. Because if you leave straight from work, go out hunting, gone for four yeah. days after I've been gone for that twenty-four hour shift, come back late that fourth night, and then just to go back to work, that's six days I'm gone. That's my wives not, don't listen to this, right? That's not gonna fly. Whoa. I don't yeah. think my wife does. So as long as your wife doesn't, we're good. We'll see you now. Yeah. We'll <laughs> hilarious no anyway, yeah no, it's, it's a great point though yeah i think the one of the biggest things i've learned probably over the past couple of years is definitely trying to equalize time with family and yeah. not having not pushing it so hard that you get so focused on i gotta hunt i gotta hunt i gotta hunt and putting the family and everything yeah. in the back burner because let's be real that is our mindset and i think it's a lot of guys mindset is like that season rolls around and it's hard not to just be all in yeah. And it's hard not to be all in before the season and a little bit after the season because tag applications, it's just, it consumes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I'm lucky enough that when I was early in my early days, I actually met a guy who, like, the outdoor industry cost him a divorce. Mm -hmm. And, like, he got remarried and stuff, figured it all out. But, like, hearing that story really helped get some perception for myself that, okay, like, you need to still focus on stuff that's truly important, even though my passion yeah. is this, there's still things that are more important. And yeah. uh, it doesn't mean that there's not struggles still or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it does make you work harder at balancing. And I've had my seasons, I think it was our like either season three or season four, it was actually probably season four where, dude, we hunted North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Colorado, Alaska, and New Mexico, yeah. all in a three-month stand. So six states in three months. And, like, it was way too much. And, like, I even knew it myself. Like, after, like, hunting trip number three, I was like, oh, what did I do? Like, yeah. I knew right away, like, okay, like, yeah, like, I'm pissed at myself for scheduling that, you know? And so part of it's just actually learning from mistakes, mm -hmm. owning up to it, and uh, and figuring it out, man. Like, you, you got to just work hard at, at keeping, you're not, you're not a one, it's not a one-person relationship, you right. know? And especially and, once you start throwing kids in there yeah. too. I mean, your wife is super important, you know, yep. more important than kids, guys. Uh, but 
you know, once you start getting that in there, your your wife needs help with kids. You can't just yeah. be gone. And then, you know, the same goes for just whitetail hunting around here. You can't get off work and just go out to the stand every night. Right. And not be home at all. Right. Or, you know, be gone at the your cabin or whatever yep. where you hunt for every day day off yeah. that you have right is there anything you do like before or after hunting trips that you know you're going a little lecture or after hunting season before hunting season anything you do with your wife or kids or anything to just help help ease every the whole yeah the whole aspect of it we try and do some vacations mm -hmm. um some f obviously family vacations but you know kind of after the season uh the past few years we've done some like warm weather Vacation. We went down to Florida nice. as a family and just kind of just relax. We didn't plan a whole mm -hmm. lot. Didn't do any like the Disney stuff. Sure. Just did the beach, oh, yeah, relaxed. And that was, yeah. that was a huge help. Nice. Um, and then, you know, through the season, if there's days where like you know you're not going to be hunting or it's kind of a lull where you're not doing stuff, yeah, I definitely try and find some, some sort of family stuff to do. Yeah. Because, it, I don't know, I just, I feel bad. I don't. You know, yeah. you're trying oh, yeah. to devote so much time because you've got one picture of one deer. Right. That you're you're not you're forgetting about what's important too to right. your family. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll just ask them what they want to do. Yep. Dude, that's that's perfect, man. Like I think what I did this year for the first time, I think work really good on do it every year. Is like so I have my hunts planned out and but archery the archery deer here in South Dakota, it's like, well, I could still hunt any days in between here for the entire September through December because it's open. Mm -hmm. But I literally was like, had these dates and then I had a couple dates in late September, early October where I had like, I was in between my main big hunts and another one in October. And I was like, no matter what, if I have my archery deer take filled or not, I'm not hunting that week. Mm -hmm. And there was like two consecutive weeks and another one. So I had three weeks actually booked off, which I'm like three whole weeks during this time of year. That's a lot. I mean, they were broken up. Mm -hmm. But I, I booked him off that I was not leaving home. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it was good. Like, for me, actually, just mental break, too. But just being home, it made, I think, our season so much smoother this year. Yeah. And so that's something I'm going to be doing every year now, I think, is how I line things up. Like, just sweet, take... no matter what, if I have that RJJ, and I know it's going to be hard on years that I don't feel I've filled in September the last several years, and there's going to be a year here coming up. I know it just it might not happen that way, but guess what? Like, gonna have to suck it up and just stay home because yeah. there's just it's i've it's just better i've just learned dude it's well, just better and i think i enjoy the hunt more when i go for like three or four days where mm -hmm. i can just focus on that hunt yeah i'm not focused on okay i can get out to the tree stand i can hunt you know if i get out there by three i'm out there sure i'll be back in at nine and then i'm going to come back out in the morning if i can get a little time off from the work from work yep you know so you're cramming everything in where if I just kind of push that aside and don't do that as much and then just do like a three-day or two-day or four-day, whatever it is, yeah. maybe hunt, you can just focus on that. Right. And now with FaceTime too, it happened last year. My One of my girls was being a little butthead to the other one. Sure. And I got a FaceTime call and had to give them the dad look and the dad talk. Spanking over the phone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, laid on the <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, dude. I um, love it. I so love that's it. nice too. And you can talk to them too. I mean, you're basically, you're communicating with them. Exactly. FaceTime's legit, man. I, I love that. Yeah. Helps so much when you're gone. Mm -hmm. So let's finish up with this. 
what what podcast are you listening to when you travel? What's your podcast besides the Live Beyond Average podcast? <laughs> yeah, uh, I like some of the meat the meat eater stuff. I've never Steve listened to it. Is it pretty good. Yep, that's really good. They kind of have a really good array. Okay. Um, merely freak guys have some good stuff, okay. and then once once I get in like that era. It pops up like... Oh, as you're making suggestions for yep, you. Yep, it starts making suggestions and similar podcasts. And then, it, you know, I'll squirrel off and mm-hmm. some random thing. Right. Um, I try and stay away from the ones who are, like, heavily sponsored. Yep. Because it's nonstop whatever they're sponsored by. And yeah. it gets... It's just like, okay, I don't, I'm not... You gotta find that balance. Because, like, I get it. You gotta make a living. It's their way... You know, it's their, it's their income, but, like... Smooth it out. Right. Make it less right. forced. Make it a little less forced. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to much of it, like, my variety. I want to listen to more, like, I should listen to more outdoor stuff. But I just, dude, I'm so, like, I want to be myself. I'm scared to, like, I don't want to be influenced from other other pathways. So I, I mm-hmm. haven't dove into that yet. I probably should. Um, I randomly heard one from, uh... Oh, Randy Nurberg popped up on my deal one day. Oh, yeah. And I listened to one episode with him and another guy, and I, I did enjoy it. So I'll admit I've listened to, to one outdoor podcast, and literally it was like one episode. Um, I should probably delve, delve into that a little bit just to get to know some guys a little bit more. Um, I do listen to some old Joe Rogan just because I get a kick out yeah. of it. Um, there's some just people on there I like to uh, I like to see what their minds are, man. I like to see what they're, they're kicking out. So I'll listen to a little Joe. That's kind of the main one I'll listen to here and there, and then a lot of music. So Yeah, if... The other thing too is if I'm, it's not all hunting, you know, it's, yeah. I'll listen to, there's some good motivational stuff on there mm-hmm. if I need some pick me up. And then also we can listen to our sermons on there from church. So if I'm Dude, gone that exactly. Sunday, yep. I can listen to a sermon or somebody, you yep. know, some faith based, something that exactly. you know, gets you, kind of gets you burning again. At least when you're, yeah, when you're away and you're not hitting that Sunday church, you can at least be there without being there, uh, you know, and yeah. not be behind. Um, I do, I have listened, to, I shouldn't say I haven't listened to all, uh, not all outdoor podcasts. My buddy has a podcast called Activate the Hunt that I've listened to. He has a couple, he's getting started with it and he's got a couple good episodes out there. So I've listened to a few of his, mm-hmm. um, but it's not all hunting. It's like getting in, getting hunters uh, introduced sure. um, to hunting and stuff and some, some teaching and stuff. So it's a pretty cool podcast actually. Um, but yeah, other than that, not, not too crazy. So that's actually kind of the question I want. I want some feedback on from you guys. What's your podcast, your go-to podcast, or, or couple that you have that you love to listen to? I'd love to get that feedback because maybe it's something we want to hear. I also, you heard a couple other questions as we were going. So I want to know what your go-to snack is. So, yep. so what's your podcast or, or listening to music? And what's your go-to snack? Healthy or unhealthy? Healthy, unhealthy. We're not going to judge you. We gave you our dirty little secret snacks that we like to go with when we're traveling. So let's make this fun. We're really looking forward to hearing from you. And we appreciate you listening, sharing our podcast. We're getting consistent growth month to month here. We're really excited. It's because of you guys listening and sharing it with your friends. So if you haven't shared it with your friends, please do. Let them know what you're enjoying and uh, shoot us a rating or a review on Apple or whatever podcast you're listening to. It really helps us out. We'll talk to you soon.